We are thrilled to be here. And Joshua. Hi, Joshua. 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 When you get to this level of understanding who you are and how this reality works, when you get this perspective, there comes a point of change. There comes a fulcrum point. There's a good point where you have to say, I've been leading my life with my intellect, with my brain, leading with the ideas that I've been getting and my idea about myself and what was right for me and what was best for me and how I could get as much as I could from my reality comes from a perspective of living from the outside in where you're choosing to say the things outside of me can affect how I feel. You are emotionally sensitive. You go on a journey. You have this perfectly set up trajectory. You have experiences in your youth. You chose the parents you were born to and the family and the conditions and society and the time and day of your birth. You have a perception of yourself as a small child, and as you grow up, every single event occurs in your reality, forms a new perspective of yourself. That perspective was never intentional. It was haphazard, of course, we know for sure, that it was done from a point of view of a intention you set prior to your birth, along with certain aspects of your personality, and a knowing that you would adopt limiting beliefs and some limitation in a certain area of your life. When something happened, this would compound and compound, and you would build momentum in that area of your life. If you can discover that area of your life where you feel maybe a little bit insecure or where you think things should have been different than they were, or where you think there's something unusual about you or wrong about you or strange about you, or the source of whatever that feeling of unworthiness stems from, if you can identify that and realize that these were series of events that happened that caused you to perceive something that was not true and adopt some limiting beliefs, you can now start the process of dismantling and reducing the intensity of those limiting beliefs. But you have to understand that every desire you have is a wish or a hope or a dream or an illusion that somehow, some way, if the reality changed, you wouldn't feel this way about yourself. Of course, the design of the system is to move through that. If there's any area of your life that is not up to speed with the rest, that is not as exhilarating or as fulfilling as the other areas of your life, you can know for sure that this was the one area that you came to work on. And this one area led you to teachings and philosophies and ideas and possibly goals and efforting and struggling and motivation and trying to change yourself in some way. And that never worked because it's all based on an illusion because you are perfect as you are. And you were at no time imperfect in any way. It was just a perception caused by events that led you to believe that there was some imperfection within you. The system of physical reality is perfect. The universe is perfect. The planet you're living on is perfect. All the people in your life are perfect. All the things, all the conditions are perfect. And you're perfect as well. The illusion is that you're imperfect, that you're separated, that you're wrong, that you're bad, and that you could improve in some way. And so you go about trying to improve yourself in order to overcome this belief about yourself that you adopted earlier on in life. This belief that's been compounding and compounding and compounding. And 
more and more events are coming to reflect that limiting belief. Maybe you hit a point in your life where you gave up and surrendered. Maybe you started meditating and got into the void and let that aspect of you go for just a little while. Maybe you've realized that while the conditions are perfect and the people in your life are perfect and the universe is perfect, there's still something imperfect about you that needs to be corrected. Well, this imperfect thing that you believe is there can only be overcome or challenged or seen in a new way as you start to live from the inside out. The fact of the matter is that the attention that you are giving to this unwanted aspect of yourself is due simply from perceiving everything in reality from the brain and not understanding it from the heart. It comes from living from the outside in, deriving some satisfaction or some idea that something outside of you could fix you or could change how other people see you, or that if you could somehow wave a magic wand, that you could correct this thing that you believe is wrong about yourself. And we want to tell you that since the universe is perfect, since you're perfect, since there is nothing other than perfection, any perceiving of imperfection would simply be more the illusion. And what is that illusion? That's the illusion of separation. You are not separate from your reality. You are the creator, the generator of this reality. How is your reality created? It's created by how you feel in every area of your life, your perspective of yourself in every area of your life. So if you raise a perspective in one area of your life, you would notice manifestations and people and experiences and things in that area flowing quite easily. So you don't look at that area because it's working well. What you tend to do is focus on the areas that aren't working. You look for the problems. You try to fix them, but you're in the vibration of the problem. Therefore, there is no solution for you. And in fact, if it is perfect to show you an aspect or a side of yourself or a perspective where in this one area, you see imperfection. Since there is no imperfection, you have to ask yourself, what am I here to explore about myself? What is this condition I think is wrong or bad? How did this condition come up in the first place? What was the impetus that caused me to believe this thing about myself that's inaccurate? And how do I get to a point of view where I'm in the solution vibrationally and not in the vibration of the problem? How do I convince myself I am perfect? It is perfect. There is nothing wrong. It's just a misperception of reality. Well, we will say to you that your emotions are a guidance system. And if you feel negative emotion in any respect to any event or any memory or when you think about yourself, if you feel negative emotion, it's simply the indication that you're perceiving reality incorrectly. Now, if you could perceive reality correctly, well, this area of your life would be as spectacular as any other. But you cannot see that. You see, you only have access to certain perspectives, and therefore, the universe, through this system, is designed to reflect back to you exactly how you see yourself in every way. And those areas where you see yourself from a higher perspective are working. You're feeling good. Things are happening. Things are moving. You're not stuck in any way. And then you bring up this one area. 
why don't I have satisfaction in that area? Why don't I have the health of the mate or the money or the career or the freedom or the abundance that I know is my birthright? Why don't I have the time? Why do I have these people in my life who are reflecting back to me something I do not want to see? Well, the answer is only one thing, that they have all come to serve you, that this entire reality you're creating is serving you to see this perspective that you cannot see on your own. And you will want to rationalize it away. And you will want to say, I'm thinking happy thoughts, and therefore this thing should go away at some point. But then you have the empty relationship or the empty bank account or the deficient health in some area. And you ask, why, 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 why? Well, it's all the messenger showing you this perspective, but you're not looking at it because this one thing is the thing that you do not want to look at because it causes negative emotion. The negative emotion is the indication that you're looking at it from a perspective that is not accurate. And you blame the negative emotion on this thing. And if you think, wow, if this thing would just go away or improve somehow, I wouldn't feel the negative emotion. If you could just see it for what it is, if you could just address it, if you could just understand that this was all set up by you and all the people in your life are playing their roles perfectly to show you this thing that you cannot see. Well, if you could do that, this game would not be much fun because it's a challenging game and you are masters of this game. If someone came and told you, here's the answer to your problem, without you figuring it out or uncovering it yourself, it would lead to no satisfaction and really no change. And so the design of the universe is to give you some hints, give you a way of looking at it, give you an opportunity to meditate and go within and discover it and write questions and write answers and understand that the answer to anything in your life is always within. There are those in your reality who will come forth and they will give you insights, but you don't really believe them because how could they know you? The only one you're going to believe is you. So think about the area that's not really working in your life. Why don't you have that thing you want, the house you want, the car you want, the love you want, the health you want, the body you want, the freedom you want, the abundance you want, the ability to make choices and decisions that you want? Well, there's only one thing standing between you and the solution, and that's surrender, acceptance. Well, how do you surrender? How do you accept? Well, a lot of people get so frustrated that their life falls apart. Because there's so many manifestation events coming in there, physical body pain. And they say, I can't do what I used to do. So they stop doing what they used to do. They disconnect from that identity because it's just too painful. Or there'll be manifestation events that they cannot handle that change things up for them and they surrender and then they can see it. Or they meditate and go within and decide that they will ask questions. But to get there, you have to go to quite a higher perspective. Or they will bring in conversations with friends or people they admire or, or read a book, and they will get insights. This is really the key to this life, is to explore this area that's not working and find a way to get to a vibrational level where you're not in the problem. So surrender, 
and acceptance work hand in hand here. Because once you surrender, there's no more fighting against, no more trying to prove it's not true, no more holding on to an ideal, hoping that someday that the prince will find your glass slipper and everything will be put in its place. You see, you can't get that stepmother and stepsisters to love you by having the prince bring you a glass slipper. It's not going to work that way. That is a huge misunderstanding of how this reality works. The outside conditions can only reflect how you feel. And so if you feel like a left out, unloved stepdaughter, stepsister, if you feel that way, you're going to be shown more and more and more of that. You'll never be shown the prince because the prince will only match the princess. So how do you see yourself from a higher perspective that will allow the reality to reflect back something differently? You have to feel it. But in that area, you feel less than. And so what is there to do? Where is there to go? Who is there to talk to? What has to happen? We have to come to a point of realizing that when you're leading with the head, when you're making decisions from that intellect, when you are choosing to believe that this can be solved by figuring it out, and by continuing a life where you are looking for outside conditions to make you feel something, by living from the outside in, by saying it's all about this problem that I have, and I am going to find a solution to my problem, no matter who I have to talk to or where I have to go, I'm going to fight, 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 and find the solution to my problem. Because my problem is bigger than anything else. Then we come along and we say, you've never had a problem. You've never been imperfect. You've never been wrong. You've never made a bad decision. You can't get it wrong. It's impossible you cannot fail. You cannot do anything other than these two things. Live for yourself from the outside in and never find the solution because that's not where the solution could possibly exist. Or you can go through an inversion, get to that point where many of you are right now, where you're realizing that living from the outside in by thinking of yourself before anything else, by maintaining a life structure that supports this me, me, me attitude and inverting that to a life of service and giving and love. You see, you are a being of love. You do not derive the feelings of love from other people or other conditions outside of you. It's simply a reflection of the love that you're giving. So when you come to this inversion point and you actually make the shift to change your entire perspective from what can I get from my conditions to what can I give to those conditions? Guess what happens? When you go from taking to giving, you start to lead with the heart. You start to live for something much bigger than yourself. You start to understand your power as the creator. And you put this issue you have on the back burner. In context, it means nothing when there's something bigger that you are giving service to, giving love to. 
when you are deriving satisfaction of any kind from your identity as it has a context with your outside reality and the people in your life, when you are deriving satisfaction, but you still have these blocks, you can't get into the vibration of the solution. So what will happen here as you come to this inversion point, as you've raised your perspective high enough where you're ready to switch over from living for you to living for everything and everyone. When you make this thing, you are going to bump up against a ceiling of unworthiness. Who am I to say, I don't need any protection? Who am I to say, bad things aren't going to happen to me or my loved ones? Who am I to say, I'm taken care of by this system that turns out to be absolutely benevolent? to show me what I want to see in this life. But what happens is when you bump up and bump up and bump up, it feels a bit rocky. Your head starts to hurt because you've been working with that, trying to protect yourself, trying to get things that you are lacking, and it never works. It never solves any problem. There's only one option, and that's to completely and radically alter your approach to life. From the outside in to the inside out, you are a vessel of love. The love flows to you from the non-physical, from source, from your inner self, from your guides and supporters, to you. This is where you feel love. You feel love when you are aligned with who you truly are, a creator. A creator does not need anything. The sun just shines its light. It doesn't need anything from you. It's not asking you for anything. It's living from the inside out. It's an excellent example. And if you can become the sun, existing non-transactionally, non-conditionally, just expressing love, expressing love, expressing love, then the feeling of love that you are seeking by trying to alter this thing that you think is wrong or bad now comes from within. This is what you're looking for, all of you. You can't see it yet, but just know that this is the only way to live the full life and to rise to an even higher perspective. Once you've made a decision to live from the inside out, to express love, to consider everything else before you consider yourself, to put your needs to the side, and to say unequivocally, I have everything I need in this moment. I have always had everything I needed in every moment. And therefore, as a being of love, expressing love, I will always have everything I need. And if I don't have it, I do not need it because it would be a distraction. All the things you think are valuable, well, that's only because you're thinking from the outside in and wanting those things because you think those things will do something for you. All the things that are truly satisfying, that you truly want, are from drawing from within that love and expressing it outwards in compassion and kindness and support and helping and working for something much bigger than yourself, whatever that is, in pure joy. Not effort, not struggle, not trying to fix the problem by pretending you're inverting, because there is no pretending in this. The universe knows exactly if you're living from the brain or living from the heart.
when you start living from the heart, you will start to feel gratitude and appreciation in ways that will bring you to your knees. You will see clearly how everyone in, in your life has always been there to show you who you are. And when you change, they will still be there to show you who you've become. But now the story gets interesting because now you start creating from the heart, which is far more powerful than the brain. And when you live in this level of perspective, knowing that you are the conduit of source from the non-physical to the physical, and that your creation is your words and your deeds and your, your perspective, and that every wonderful, beautiful, love-based thought you have is added to the mass consciousness of the planet. And there will be a tipping point where that will be accessible to those who are closer and closer and closer to it. And you'll be an example to those around you. Your heart will grow by leaps and bounds. The power, the energetic force, the life force within you will not be hampered by worries and doubts and fears. That little voice that says, you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough. It'll begin to fade away. Your fears will drop because at this level, after you've inverted, you're not in the density anymore. You're in a lighter reality. And now you can start thinking, if I lead from the heart, and if I draw in all the love and express it out, and if that cycles back to me and cycles back to me and cycles back to me and shifts my perspective even higher and higher and higher, then I will have the clarity to know what I truly want rather than what I think I want. And in this clarity, you'll be so powerful and so aware and so clear and so intentional and with purpose, you'll know exactly what to do in every moment. You'll start living by pure intention and inspiration and realizing that was just the illusion the old way, that there was no real inspiration coming in because I was filled with angst and worry and doubt and anxiety, and that blocked all the inspiration. It just caused me to attract more urges and more things to feel bad. You are a generator of a reality based on how you feel when you have any thought. Those of you who are living in fear are still watching the news. And when you watch the news, you have a thought, either positive or negative from your perspective. But those thoughts are always the thoughts of the victim. Why are you watching that? What are you thinking about? Always trying to protect yourself because you're thinking with the brain instead of the heart. Once you think with the heart, you become invincible. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can touch you. Nothing can come to you. You'll be completely aware of any manifestation event. And you'll appreciate it like you do everything else because you'll be leading with the heart. And so when someone comes by and says something and you feel something, it'll be so off to you that you will stop dead in your tracks. And you will look at them and look at the situation and thank them. Drop to your knees and thank them for living their entire life so they can come up to you in this one moment and show you a belief that you did not know about yourself when you could not see until they arrived. You are powerful beings, and this is how you express your power in this reality. Very few 
humans have gotten to this level where they are ready to invert. But more and more and more and more of you are coming. Whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you are drawn to this information because primarily this information is going to show you what you're feeling about yourself in every area of your life. Show you how you create your reality and show you that by living from the brain is powerless and living from the heart is powerful. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I'd like to bring this into a practical application because what you talked about is exactly what's on my mind today. Um, Last night, our kitchen sink got clogged, which was entirely my fault. (laughs) Um, And I called the plumber this morning and they're coming tomorrow and whatever. But from the moment that it happened until, well, it's still happening. My partner has been trying to unclog this drain and has been a ball of frustration and tension and negativity, um, which, you know, he'll stop occasionally and go, gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, I, I, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, I, I think I have a, I think there's a blind spot here. I mean, I filled out the sheets. I've, you know, I, I, I seem to come to the same uh, limiting belief every single time that I have to disprove to myself, but it just doesn't seem to shift anything. Excellent. Well, what is the limiting belief that you come to every time? I don't need them to be different, to feel better, something to that. And this is a very high level of looking at it. Those around you who want to live within their identity and we understand exactly who everyone is in your life and how they've come to show you who you are. You have an idea of what it might be to live without resistance. How could you, Porter, navigate your reality with no resistance whatsoever? How could you be this free, light being of love? Well, for you, it would be through this idea of not just acceptance, but of perfection. Because in acceptance, you might say, well, things are happening to me, and I can accept that, and I can raise my vibration, and I can look at it from the higher perspective, but they're still happening to me. In this idea of perfection, though, you would say, this cannot be happening unless it's perfect for everyone and everything in this interaction and whatever reality that they're in. So you have a family, you have members of this family interacting, and then you have something that you perceive goes awry. From your perspective, a clog in the sink is absolutely something that should not happen. From our perspective, it is absolutely the most elegant creation or manifestation to usher in an event that causes each and every one of you to think, but you don't have to worry about what the other people are thinking. That's their manifestation event. That's for them. You will have an opportunity to address whatever limiting belief is that you come up with. Now, we want you to rest assured here. If you come up with the limiting belief that you need other people to be calm for you to be calm or happy for you to be happy or interested for you to be happy, or on the same page as you, spiritually, for you to continue your work. If you believe they all need to line up with you, it's just a simple misperception of your reality. 
What you want is for them to show you how you're feeling. Now, this is a tricky one here because to understand that each and every one in your, in your life, all these people are here for one thing and one thing only. It's to show you how you feel about yourself, your perspective. They're just a reflection of you. Now, how could that be? Aren't they living their own lives? Aren't they the creator in their reality? Well, what if it was like this? What if it was a fractal reality where there's a version of you that exists at the center of your universe, the universe you created for you, and that all the peripheral people and events and conditions and governments and towns and streets and roads and trees and farmland and mountains and oceans and everything were created by you, for you, and you were the creator of that reality. You would call yourself the source of that reality. And so those in your reality, since you are the source of that reality, are here to show you things you cannot see about yourself so that you can evolve and grow and expand and reach higher and higher perspectives. They play a fundamental and key role and the closer they are to you, the more important you hold them, the more meaning you give them, the more you're going to pay attention to what's going on. Conversely, they are the careers of their reality. But that's not what you're really picking up. You're picking up the versions of them that are showing up in your reality to serve you in every way, case, or form, whether you love them, they love you, you hate them, they hate you. It doesn't matter. They are showing up to show you who you are. And in their realities, you are showing up in ways to show them, but very seldom consciously. Think of it as a dream in someone else's reality. There's a version of you that interacts with them, and they get everything they need from that. And then there's a version of them that interacts with you in your reality, and you will get everything you need from that. But essentially, the missing key to all of this is a fundamental understanding that you are all one. It's the illusion of separation. That's all it is. You feel something because you're highly sensitive and empathic. You take on or put yourself in their shoes or bring in some of the heaviness that you perceive they are feeling. But since you cannot understand what they're feeling, what they're thinking, you fill in the blanks and give meaning to it yourself. And since you're incorrect in that, you feel negative emotion. Now, if you were corrected in it, you would feel positive emotion. The only thing that happens is when you're feeling negative emotion, you're incorrectly assessing or translating what's actually happening in that moment. You have a clogged sink, you have a frustrated mate, and you are wishing the things were different, and that's why you feel negative emotion. You might say, I'm empathic, I'm taking on the energy of this person, but that person's energy has no real impact on you. It's your empathetic nature that causes you to feel an emotion when you see someone in some difficulty or in some obstacle. Here's what you can do, because this is the truth. That clogged drain is no accident. That clogged drain was brought together by forces so powerful that it was going to happen. The clogged drain, when it goes away, will be the indication that you've reached a higher perspective and you've expanded through that experience. But the clogged drain has to come because it's perfect. 
It could not be there without being perfect. All you got to do is think about, well, if we're all one and if we're all interacting and if there's no separation, what does this clogged drain show me about my perception of reality? If you saw the clogged drain is perfect, if you saw your mate is perfect, if you saw the entire situation is perfect, you would be giddy, giggling, happy, elated. You would take nothing seriously. You would not even really want to have it fixed because that's effort and struggle. You would allow the events to take place and you would sit back, not as a fundamental aspect of this situation, but as an observer of the perfection of this situation. So imagine the drain is clogged and you say, oh, this is perfect. It has to be this way. I wonder why it's here. I wonder what this is here to show all of us. And then you have your mate who goes in with a plunger and not really thinking highly of himself in this area, but maybe has a perception that to be the man in the house and whatever that entails, maybe that's derived from the culture he was born into. He needs to solve this manly problem. He takes out the trash, makes sure the lawn's cut. He does the manly things in the house. Here's one thing that comes up. Yet from his perspective, he is not living up to his role and how he sees himself within your eyes. So you found a little limitation there from his perspective. You know him a little bit more. If you're feeling negative emotion, you can address, is it because there's a clogged drain and that's wrong and bad? Is it because your mate is frustrated because he is seeing himself from a limited perspective and you wish he could see himself from the perspective that you have? Maybe you want him to do the things that you're doing and you say, you would not get frustrated if you would just meditate or just do what I'm doing, dive into what I'm doing as deeply, but then you're trying to see him as could be fixed as some issue that he could resolve with a bit of guidance from you. If you saw him as perfect, though, and you could say, oh, he's frustrated because this, that, and the other thing. And then you knew that this was perfect. You wouldn't have to interject anything to change it. You could just watch it unfold because it is not wrong. It's not a big deal. And if you can do that, you can have this experience in joy. Now, you're going to have this experience and you're going to make a choice. If you choose to perceive it's wrong, you'll get urges to change the conditions and you will separate yourself from the situation, from your mate, from your reality. If you choose to see it as perfect, you'll get inspiration, exactly what to say, exactly what to do to help whoever's involved in that situation. All your power will be in seeing it as perfect and all your limitation will be seeing it as imperfect. The limiting beliefs that you identified, that's fine, that's dandy. Maybe you say, I can't accept people unless they are in alignment. Well, then that would require that you control everyone outside of you and you control their destiny and their movement from fear to love, their evolution that they've spent eons cultivating and choosing this life experience, this body, this role with you. If you saw it as perfect, though, you'd understand there's no separation because the moment that you are ready to see something from a higher perspective, you get the opportunity through a manifestation event like this. Essentially, your limiting belief is you're not source, 
and you're not connected. You're not one. As you move towards the perception of all of these things as perfect, you move closer to oneness and to a higher perspective of yourself as source. This is the fun part of this journey because every one of these experiences is chosen and you can choose to see it as right and perfect and beneficial and part of the evolution of everyone involved, or you can choose it to see it as wrong or bad. It doesn't matter what you choose, but you've come here and you've asked this question and this is a question that everyone's having as they come to this level of inversion. When you endeavor to see the perfection, everything and everyone, you will see it. But you don't need to think about what it entails for Porter. How will I feel? Will I feel safer? Will I get what I want? Will my dreams come true? When you invert, those things that you've always had as an ideal, that you always thought should be part of reality, what you always have strived for, all of that stuff that came from thinking with the head loses its luster when you start thinking from the heart. Because to think from the heart, you have to realize, first and foremost, you are the source, that you are here on a journey of self-discovery, that you are here as a bringer of love into this reality. Not as a fixer, not as a doer, not as an effeter, not as a struggler. One who gains clarity by seeing perfection. One who is in alignment by seeing perfection. And one who notices whenever they cannot see perfection. When you begin to see perfection in little tiny events and, and in those ones you love around you, you notice more perfection and more perfection and more perfection. Now the anxiety goes. Now the worry goes. Now the doubt goes. The doubt that you were lost at some point and you always had to find something that could ground you in a reality that made sense to you, but you're a powerful creator, wise beyond any measure. And inherently and intuitively, you knew that there was a different way to live life. And so you embarked in exploration after exploration after exploration, going from teacher to teacher to teacher to teacher. And in the process, raising your perspective and elevating your idea of yourself high enough where you've come to ask this question and questions like these. It all stems from the belief that things could be wrong, could be bad, and that you could be a victim. To be a victim would be to imply that you are, in fact, separate. Since this is the feeling of this reality, the initial base feeling, this feeling is generated over and over and over again because the perception of duality emerges out of the feeling of separation. You begin to label things, categorize things, especially yourself. And when you do, you apply limitations every single time because nothing is ever one thing. As you move forward to raise your perspective, you must see yourself as the source creator of every single event in your reality. And that you are a perfect creator, always have been, always will be, and cannot be anything other than a perfect creator. The creations that are generated from your feelings come back to show you the next belief that you worked on. But essentially, the same belief is true of you as everyone else. I am not source. I am not worthy. I am not connected. I am not the creator of my reality. 
the basic underlying universal limiting belief is I am a victim living in a malevolent universe separated from all that is and without true power. Since that proposition is frightening, you seek to control. We're not saying you, we're saying humans in general. Seek to control. Control to protect the one, the individual, the separate one, the victim. When you invert, you go with a basic idea that nothing can be imperfect in this reality and that everything that comes to you is showing you something, some beneficial belief, some limiting belief, some aspect of yourself that you could not see before for entertainment value only because you do not have to incorporate anything. You are welcome to hold on to limiting beliefs and to perceive that sometimes you are a victim because you will always, always, always perceive that on occasion. But when you're asking the universe to stop doing these things so that you can feel better, you're denying your power. That's not what you want. You want to feel better by understanding the inherent perfection in everything. But first, you have to start with yourself. You've always been perfect. Well, how did I feel bad about myself? Because you were perceiving yourself inaccurately. The only accurate portrayal of yourself is perfection. But you can't believe that because you've been taught imperfection. And you've been believing it because you've had experiences where people told you you were wrong or bad. And that you've told people they were wrong or bad. And that you've done things and you felt yourself as wrong or bad. You judge your own self. That's fine. That's great. That's part. That's what got you here. But you have to understand, you are the source of your reality. And that source will create and generate a reflection of how much you see yourself as source. Humans, the vast majority, see themselves as less than 1% of source. You are... Five, 6% of source. You see yourself from a massively higher perspective. And this allows you to ask different questions and notice different things. Most people would never notice a clogged drain, would never notice their major frustration, and would simply wish it away and get the thing fixed as soon as possible. But what if you saw it as a gift, the greatest gift in the world, the gift of enlightenment? Because every one of these things is coming to show you something. The angel is coming to present the gift to you, the gift of the message of what holding you back. You are an eternal, magnificent, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. You are a limitless being living in what you think is a limited environment. Yet all the limitations, and we mean all the limitations, all the limitations, the limitlessness of this reality has no bounds. There is nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. But you're thinking in a box. And you're thinking things are wrong or bad. And you're thinking people should be different than they are. So all you have to do is realize that the way they are thinking is for you. The clog that happened is for you. The frustration they felt is for you. They've done all of this for you so that you can get one tiny little limiting belief and ask one question 
that might be the most impactful question ever asked in the history of the world. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. Aubrey. In the intro, I noticed you mentioned something about body pain and I circled it in my notes so I wouldn't forget. And I've been sitting here, I guess it's my time to ask about it. Um, You mentioned lots of manifestation events coming at somebody all at once causing body pain. But then I also heard rationalizing away, you know, so I've been able to rationalize it away. Oh, well, my shoulder hurts because I slept crooked last night, or I slept on the wrong pillow last night, or I did a weird move in yoga last night. But now I'm having all of these things come at me like your intro, talking about it, how it correlates to being out of alignment. Um, I even saw something recently that said, accept all the symptoms you're getting because they are proving to you that you're out of alignment. So I was just hoping you could expand on that for me. Well, you're not out of alignment altogether. The thing that's going great in your life is in perfect alignment. But there's some way you are thinking habitually over and over and over again that has been bringing you a reflection of yourself or gifts in the form of manifestation events that you have ignored, that you've kicked out of the house. I don't want this gift. Kick it out of the house. Don't even open the package. Don't even look at it. This isn't true. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. And you say, it's always the thing that's wrong. It's always the fault of the other person. They should not do that to me. Protection, protection, protection. So you set up this life to protect yourself from negative emotion because you're emotionally sensitive. It makes sense. You need some boundaries. You need to protect yourself. You need to put up barriers. You need to keep out the bad stuff because the negative emotion comes because the bad stuff comes. Well, that's the perspective of those who understand that they are not the creator of the reality. But when you understand that you're the creator of the reality, whether you believe it or not, when you get this idea that possibly, just possibly, you could be the creator of your reality, well, there is no aspect of you that's wrong or bad at all. However, you adopted some limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs were adopted from a perspective that you can't even remember because it could have happened in childhood. And you don't physically or mentally find the manifestation event or the thing that caused you to believe something about yourself that was inaccurate. You are limitless, magnificent, eternal. So a limitless, magnificent, eternal being would never react to any event in anything other than pure love. Absolute love for that thing. Absolute appreciation. Absolute gratitude would see it instantly, yet you forget who you are. In the environment of forgetting, you forget you're connected and you forget who you are. Why would you come here if you're going to forget the power that you are and adopt beliefs that are inaccurate and try and fix it mentally by being better or having goals or getting to a certain weight or a certain bank balance? Proving to what other people, yourself, that you are worthy and good and and should be loved by others? Or did you have an experience where some event happened and maybe someone you love said something to you? Maybe they made you wrong or bad, and you internalized that and created a belief. And because the people were important to you and 
the event caused so much negative emotion. You said, I have to make sure that I do not get into situations like that where that could happen again. Many people become good, 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 good in their estimation. Many people become rebels because they can't keep up the facade. But few people allow themselves to be who they truly are, the authentic version of them. The vast majority create personas that mask this thing so people can't see it. You believe there's a flaw, and you create this identity to hide that flaw so that other people can give you like, love, and respect, but they don't give you like, love, and respect. You bring it from within and give it to them. So if you're operating in the head, you're going to be trying to make sure no one discovers this flaw that you have. You're going to have to cover it up and hope that they see you in the light that you want them to see you. And then when they do not see you, because they will always reflect to you back how you feel about yourself, they will never see you for what you want to put out there. Gary was doing everything to get people to appreciate him. And he got nothing but manifestation events and what he would call backstabbing. Every time he tried to help somebody, they turned their back on him. After everything I've done for you, this is what you do? They could not do anything differently. They had to show him that his inauthentic gestures that were transactional were never coming from the heart. They were always coming from the brain. The brain was trying to figure out, how do I get these people to like me? Oh, do these things for them, then they will like you. That's not unconditional. It's very conditional. And it's because he was trying to get them to like him so he could have a feeling of being like, love, and respect. But that feeling cannot be derived out there. It can only be cultivated from within. And when you're on a path where you're feeling a bit insecure about yourself in some area of your life, you're going to overcompensate to create an image that does not have this thing you lack. Well, the body's not going to go along with that, nor is the universe. And so at first you get a thought about it. The thought is, I am not this thing I think I should be. I am wrong. I am bad. Personalized in you, you feel a feeling that's cast out into your reality and comes back with a, another thought or an urge to change conditions or an argument or a fight or something else. And you keep saying, you're wrong, you're bad. That should not have happened. I do not want this event. I'm going to protect myself from that. And I'm going to do all these things to protect myself. I'm going to read books. I'm going to study. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, in order to maintain this image of one who doesn't have this problem that I think I have. What could be the problem? Well, if you were anorexic, you would look in the mirror and you would see some image that you hate. And to you, that image is flawed. It is not a correct image. And then you would do whatever you need to do to make that image reflect what you want to reflect. And so you effort and struggle and work and do things that are not beneficial to the body to get a look in the mirror that hides this thing you have about yourself. 
but that's never going to work because it is not a physical thing. It's a vibrational thing. It's how you feel about yourself. This vibrational feeling about yourself is always communicated to all the people they know, to all the things it all knows. And you get back manifestation event and you go in the cycle of hiding, hiding and denying it and denying it and saying, I do this, this, and the other thing. I listen to these experts out here. I proclaim to you that this methodology I'm following here is the right way to do these things. I'm doing everything to overcome this thing I think is wrong about myself. And so depending where that area is in your life, you'll effort and struggle, effort and struggle, effort and struggle. Possibly some little changes will occur, but you'll never feel better about yourself. No matter how much effort and struggle, you could say, I will feel happy when there is a pool in my backyard and you go out and dig a pool and fill it full of water and it'll be nothing but a mud hole that will never make you happy because you do not match the thing that would make you happy. The thing that would correspond to how you feel about yourself will manifest in your life. So the body is the last refuge that says, if you're not going to pay attention to the outside conditions and if you're not going to change your perspective and if you're not going to live from the inside out. And if you continue to think that the way you're operating is going to be of any benefit to you, then we're going to come and bring up a message of our own because you cannot ignore the body. You are with the body all the time. And so the body will have aches and pains and chronic conditions all reflecting back to you exactly what the issue is. So are you daring and brave enough to state what you think that misperception of yourself is to all these people? Yes. Excellent. What is it? That I'm imperfect. Specifically, how do you believe you're imperfect? You can find the answer by telling us what you really want. What physical change in your conditions would you like? What physical change in your body would you like? What physical change in any area of your health would you like? What thing that if it changed, you believe you would at least make you not hate this thing about yourself. I wish I could sleep better. Okay. That sleep symptom is an indication of something else. What's at the core of that? Worry and fear. Worry and fear of what specifically? And you're being um, brave here. Take your time. Um, losing someone in my life that's very important to me. Excellent. And why would you lose them? What is the thing that you could do to lose them? I can't do anything to lose them. Well, in your mind, you're saying, if I do not correct this thing about myself, they may leave or I have no power to keep them or whatever it was. If I had power, why would they leave you? Well, there's two situations. One of the situations is a health issue that is completely out of my control. I guess it's all out of my control. And then the other one would be, the more and more I become my authentic self, it's going to push this other person excellent. away. Excellent, 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 excellent. Now, the more you become authentic, the more you cannot propose a persona that is not true. So what in this persona is not true? What are you actually worried about them finding out? That my true self is not someone they can love. So you're being someone that you think they would love and what aspects of your true self would you be hiding then? 
my brain kind of just went blank. If you could correct one thing about yourself, so you wouldn't have to pretend anymore, what would it be? If you could effort and struggle and fix something about yourself, what would you fix? As we're talking about it, I mean, my true answer just wants to be, I don't want to fix anything. Right. But you're being put on the spot. Yes. So this analytical mind, when it gets put on the spot, cannot think. There's <laughs> nothing it can do. So this thing that you think is wrong about yourself, that you had some experience in childhood and you perceived it because someone that you really loved said something about you. And you really believed that if you were this thing that they said they do not like and wish it was different than you are and wanted you to be different, they would leave you. And so this little girl, five years old, who dropped her ice cream on the ground and whose mother said, you're clumsy, interpreted that as saying, if you make a mistake again, I'm leaving you or we'll send you away. That's what you interpreted. Now, from this adult version of you, you look back on that and you say, well, they never meant to say that. Why would I even come up with that? Because you had a perception of how important those people were in your life. Whatever was going on in that house, it was not perfectly safe, not perfectly comfortable, not perfectly supportive. And so if you were cast out or if they left you, how would you possibly survive? So you had to be something to make sure that you were not kicked out. And so that goes along with every relationship you have from now on. You have to be something to make sure that you're not a version of you that they're going to leave. And you're taking it so far as to say that they may even transition non-physical because they can't stand being around you unless you're perfect. Here's two things that you might think about. The person, the people, the parents, for instance, that you were around as a kid, you perceived that their love for you was the love that you were feeling. Their disdain for you was the pain you were feeling, that they were in control of how you were feeling. If they were nice to you, if they gave you presents, if they told you they loved you, if they hugged you, if they read you books, if they did any of these things, you perceived it as a love. But all you were doing was aligning to a perception of reality that was true. You enjoyed this, this seemed right, and this to you was love, but the love was coming from inside. You perceived yourself as a victim because you said, wow, if these people leave, I'll be on the street like a little ragamuffin orphan girl, and how will I survive? Well, you're the greatest reality you didn't know that at the time, but everything had to be perfect for you. And so their role in your life was perfect because you could get to this level where you would seek this information and you would get to this point where you are now the inversion point. So from the time this first event happened and all the subsequent events you had this perception, be good, be good, be perfect, be perfect, be perfect, be perfect. If I'm not totally perfect, they're going to leave me. Well, you can't be their version of perfect because you don't know what that is. And all they're going to be doing is showing you your inauthenticity the whole time. That's all that's going to happen. And you're going to perceive it as if you don't shape up, we're leaving. And you'll be alone, your biggest fear. So. What does that mean? It means you have to control every aspect of you. You have to be control how they perceive you. You have to control how you look, 
how you behave, how you talk, what you do. You have to control it all. Now, if they don't mind you being yourself in this area, you can relax. And that area works perfectly. But you never know where they may change their mind because you lived in an unpredictable environment. You chose that environment. You chose those people. You want to get to this fear thing that is never true. You want to come from, like most people, going on this Disneyland ride of victimhood and realizing there was nothing to be afraid of. You see, those rides are all tested and maintained and have an impeccable safety rating. They may seem scary, but they're not. There's no possible harm that can come to you. The inversion is the hardest thing to come from victim to creator, to actually to change from leading with the mind to leading with the heart, to change and saying, I don't need protection. I'm the creator of this, living in a universe that's always got my back, and I'm fully supported by guided supporters. The victim has a hard time believing that because where have they been? Well, they've been there in the form of all these people, you see. So when you change, worrying about what you get, worrying about people leaving you or not leaving you, worrying about what you look like, what the conditions look like, and you be authentic, you do it for them. Because they cannot love you if they don't know who you are. They're loving this false poster of you that you've created with Photoshop that is not a resemblance to you at all. And you're afraid that they're going to find out. Well, it doesn't matter if they find out or not. It's not satisfying, no matter what, because they do not know you. The only satisfying thing to do is to be authentic in every way. What are you passionate about? Where is the inspiration leading you? It's always leading you to more authenticity, more connection, more truth, greater clarity, higher perspective. Where you are in this density is in fear due to experiences in childhood that you perceive were true that were never true. And this puts you on a trajectory and every good thing in your life came from it and everything that you think is not working out is the fruition of this misaligned belief. Guess what happens when you figure this out, when you understand? Ah, I've been trying instead of allowing. You must come to know yourself because it'll be for you and those of you on this call, It'll be torture to be anyone else because you're so powerful. You have come to shift your perspective. You've come to it and you have come to love others, not transactionally, not conditionally, whether they love you or not, it does not matter. You are here to serve them. And obviously they have been serving you the whole time. So when you endeavor to be authentic, and let go of your need for you to have this tiny little modicum of security that you're driving, which is never fulfilling and never true. When you turn it around and you say, I accept you, and I accept you in not accepting me, and I accept you getting mad because you can't fix the sink, and I accept you in you wanting to have a false persona around me, and I accept you if you leave, and I know I'll be taken care of. 
you will come to this inversion. It's a matter of time. There is no doubt whatsoever. Your intentions are very strong. You will invert. You will move from the head to the heart. You will lead with love. You will see your power. This is what you came for. Your conditions of your youth were very strong because you had to be fooled because this is how wise you truly are. It's very hard to forget who you are because you're so powerful. And so you had to think way down into the illusion. Otherwise, you've been this miracle star child, beaming, beaming, beaming. You had to get in that situation. You had to get in those conditions to those people. And you had to be highly emotionally sensitive. And you had to dip into the fear. That fear brought you here. But that belief has a lot of momentum. When you surrender to needing to be something and take that risk to say, it's not about me. It's what can I give? What can I give? You lead with the heart, and you'll be shocked at how quickly this evaporates and how quickly your body snaps back into the perfect body it always has been. Your body is never imperfect. It's not imperfect now. It's perfect. It's the greatest gift, the greatest asset. That body is to be used to express love, not to hide out, not to give some impression, not to do anything other than a vessel of creation from the non-physical to the physical. You create with your words, with your deeds, with your thoughts, with your feelings about yourself and everyone else. The creation based in fear and control and worry and doubt and anxiety created manifestation events and situations that will bring you to the point of understanding that every single thing in this reality is perfect. Every single thing is supported. Every single thing is there to lead you to higher and higher perspectives. And the only thing stopping you is this illusion, the illusion of separation that causes all fear. That time for fear is gone now. You are brave and courageous. And the proof of that is that you could come on and bear the truth to all these people that you've been being authentic. Well, so has everyone else. And it's not about being authentic. It's about endeavoring to push past the fear to be the truth of who you are, which is love. The falsehood of who you are is individual and separated. And that falsehood then causes you to apply limitations in order to combat that idea and protect yourself. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit down with those people who you believe will leave you. And you're going to open up. And you're going to say, I'm going to take a radical new approach to my life because I haven't been honest with you. I haven't been honest with myself. I have been trying to protect myself. I have been trying to get my outside conditions to Give me something that I felt I lacked. I haven't been me. You haven't even had a chance to know me. To that person who has the physical condition that might lead them to transition, you say it first. And you say, I love you because I accept you. 
and you don't need to love me. You don't need to do anything. And in the saying that I love you and accept you, without needing them to stick around, without needing them to live and be alive to serve you, and knowing that if they transition, they're just going to be another wonderful guide that's with you all the time. To want someone who is about to transition, not to transition, just so you can feel good, might be a little, what, victim-y. But to know that that person might be leaving so that you finally get on your path and become authentic. Well, you have a chance now to start with them. And then one by one by one, start with those who you feel easy around, feel safe around, and then realize the ones who made you feel this in the first place, that was the gift that they gave you. They had to live that life, go through everything they lived for, to create a scenario where you would adopt a false belief and then create a trajectory from that that led you to this inversion moment that almost no humans have ever come to yet. They will come to it now, but you're leading this. And then by being the example of that, you ripple out the effects of that new approach and that love for more and more people. You become who you truly are. And it can't ever work by you thinking that you could get something from the outside to make you feel satisfied in any way. There's no amount of change that you could make that would ever change the way you feel. The only thing you can do is let go of that labeling and identity and refresh from an approach where you bleed with the heart and you feel the emotions. So when you feel the emotion of gratitude and appreciation, when you feel the emotion of exhilaration, when you feel the emotion of actually truly caring about the other person, it will be incredible. And this is what you'll get interested in doing. What can I do to lead from the heart? What can I do to experience that emotion? And that emotion is the generator of your reality. So when you're feeling love and appreciation and gratitude, you're generating a reality that reflects that back to you. And none of the other stuff is meaningless. We promise you in a very short order, Everything that was important to you will fall away. Every single thing. You will not need to set up protection zones from yourself. You will want to be outgoing and leading because that's who you truly are. The illusion of separation is strong and the forgetting of who you are is strong. But when you push past fear, when you decide to be vulnerable and transparent, you are indicating to the universe that you are ready to shift to who you truly are. And you will rapidly come out of the fear that's been plaguing you your whole life. No more worry, no more anxiety, no more regret, no more resentment, no more needing anyone to do anything for you. All you will do is be interested in doing things for them. And that life will be magnificent. You are all magnificent creators. You are all very close to that inversion point. Think about leading with the heart and doing for others, for everyone else, for your reality because they are you. And when you do for them, guess what happens? You're doing for yourself and your body will tell you that. And with that, we are complete. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you, Joshua. Well, I hope you liked that episode. It was one of my favorites, this idea of leading from the heart. It's all about living from the inside out. When you do that, you're not paying attention so much to your problems, in fact, 
what you think you want sort of fades away. So this is an idea that there's an inversion point. Your first part of your life, you're exploring some aspect of your reality in detail. We'll call that half of the sphere. This is sort of the dark side, the stuff that you've been exploring in lack and, and in limitation. And then you come to this inversion point where you realize that that never worked. And so you start to live from the inside out rather than the outside in. And you start experiencing a life on the other side of what you've been experiencing. And all your true desires are through that. To get to there, you got to push past fear. But there's a way to do it that's not hard to do at all. Uh, it's a supportive and guided way to do it that we use the uh, quantum life theory program and the blueprint to help with that. Uh, you start with filling out this questionnaire. It takes a little while. We've had about, I don't know, 100 people do it so far. We've refined it and gotten it down to one that we think really will highlight someone's limitations or limiting beliefs in their area that they cannot see. And then there's this blueprint we create for them that is customized to them and will move them along towards this inversion point and through that. And it's really exciting. If you'd like to take a look at this questionnaire and fill out for yourself, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you one. We are starting the fall boot camp in September. The fall boot camp is one that new people can join. Uh, we have several boot camps a year, but only two a year where new people join. The rest of them are for existing boot camp graduates. Once you're in the boot camp, you're in for life. The boot camp is an eight week intensive course that will bring you from one perspective to a very high perspective. By the end of it, you'll start seeing things very easily and your limitations will drop off. We'll probably use that in conjunction with the quantum life theory program and even basic training. So there's a lot of things going on here to know what's right for you. Just send me an email and I will send you the information on everything. Please remember to like, and subscribe and do that. All that wonderful stuff that you do. We really appreciate you for the growth of this podcast and for these teachings. I can't do it without you. And so I really want to express my gratitude for all of you who tune in. I really appreciate you and let me know what you think. Till next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.